Welcome to Inspiring Community, where we create a community conversation and awareness about mental health, substance misuse, and overall community concerns and needs. We share inspiring stories about hope, compassion, healing, and transformation that shows the beauty of this thing we call life. My name is Ida Siraj, founder and CEO of Inspired Arise. Please welcome our host, Drew Brandom. Let's be and start the change. What's up? Welcome everyone back to Inspiring Stories in partnership with Inspire to Rise. I'm your host, Drew Brandom, and today we are joined by our guest, Ms. Sandra Inman. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, this Inspiring Stories segment is going to be all about Sandra and specifically her experience. But to kick things off, we are going to ask a very simple question. Where did you grow up? What what, what, and how did you grow up? Okay. So I was an only child and I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. Ah, okay. Jacksonville, Florida. So for those that are listening that are local, what are some of your old stomping grounds? Mm, I guess mostly I would say I went to Sandalwood high school when it was a junior senior high school. So that was like seventh through 12th grade. Cool. Any kind of, uh, extracurricular activities there? That you participated in? I was a cheerleader. Ah, okay. <laughs> now I think the term for it is flyer. Were you one that gets thrown in the air? Um, Did you do the throwing? Did you do the flipping? So right. The bases or flyers. There one we go. Or the bases, other. Yeah. So, um, I did both. Okay. Yeah. Now, can you still do a backflip or a front flip? I could never do a backflip. <laughs> so just going up, just going up and doing a toe touch or something like that in the air. There you go. Okay, cool. Yes. I can't do that anymore. Okay. Though. Now, what about side of town? What side of town specifically did you grow on? I mean, I know you said Sandalwood, so I'm assuming somewhere over there. But. Yeah. So like South side, um, Arling- least East Arlington area. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Has it changed a lot since, since then? It has. It's grown a lot. Lots of, lots more stores and roads have, you know, been widened and yeah. everything. So yeah. And do you still, different. do you still live over in that area? I do. Oh, dang. I a do. lifer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, so you grew up in Jacksonville. What about um, just kind of in your youth? What type of things did you like doing? What was, what was fun for you? Considered a fun time. I enjoyed mostly cheerleading. Um, I would do, you know, I hang out with my friends, Mm -hmm. maybe go to the park, do little, you know, fun things like play some tennis or something, but just for fun. Yeah. Um, I think that's mostly it. Yeah. I always like that question because we get, you get all sorts of different questions. Some people are like, oh, I was a bookworm. I just read. That was pretty much me. That's all I did. And then there was the flip side where it's like, oh, I was pretty much always just causing trouble somewhere out with friends. You know, that was, didn't, didn't care about school. Didn't care about any of that. Just wanted to hang out with people and have fun. Um, so, but I always like to ask, I also had somebody that said they raced go-karts, which I was like, that's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know if I, uh, was aware that that was something you could do as a kid, but I mean, I know you go to the adventure landing or something like that, (laughs) but I didn't know you could do it like a race car driver. So, um, okay. So, uh, grew up in Jacksonville, liked cheerleading. Um, now let's kind of talk about specific to inspire to rise. So, um, I I've been told you have a pretty interesting story. So 
Tell us a little bit about what brought you along the way to Inspire to Rise. Okay. Well, uh, I started my family very early. I got married when I was 18 years old and had my children in my young twenties. And during that time, I, um, just really had a heart for reaching out to other women who were in their childbearing years and just providing, you know, support and encouragement to them. I didn't really know what that would look like, but that's what I felt called to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, during that time frame, um, after I had my second baby, I, or no, my third, I have three children. And after my third baby, I thought, hey, why don't I start teaching childbirth classes? So I was certified as a childbirth educator. That took a while, maybe a year or so, and um, started teaching childbirth classes. And so I really enjoyed connecting with the moms that way. My main focus always has been on breastfeeding support Mm -hmm. um, more than anything else. But, you know, it's all encompassing (laughs) the mother, the baby, the empowering, the helping, the supporting, the encouraging, um, you know, all goes together. Mm -hmm. And during that, you know, phase of women's lives. And so um, anyway, my main focus was always breastfeeding. So I started with childbirth education and then I uh, got um, trained on teaching breastfeeding classes. And I did that for, you know, did both of those things for a while. Um, And I worked just part-time as um, a breastfeeding like support counselor did that for a long time and uh, during that time period I was working for a community-based agency and this was in the 90s okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I worked for community-based agency and I loved that but um, I also during that time frame got connected with working with the hospital as well and um, but I was working I was working for the community-based agency providing services within the hospital. And I just, I just felt like, Hey, I feel like I could make more of a difference if I could work in the hospital because a lot of the problems that moms have start at the very beginning. They start on day one, hour one of Mm -hmm. life of the baby um, when it comes to breastfeeding. And so I was like, Hey, maybe I can make more of a difference if I work in the hospital. And I worked in the hospital overall total about 20 years, 15 to 20 years. And um, during that time I was able to like really, you know, help with policy change, make, you know, advocate for clients or for, for patients, um, just work with the doctors, work with the nurses, and just really try to make some really good, you know, positive changes. Mm -hmm. And that was great. And I did that for a long time. And then I decided to take a break, took a break for a couple of years. And then, um, my current supervisor contacted me and then was like, Hey, I have this perfect job for you. I think you would be great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she encouraged strongly encouraged me <laughs> to give it a try. Yeah. And, uh, it was full time and I, oh, I don't really want to do full time. I'm not ready. And they were just so gracious to me and we're like, Hey, what about part-time? What, you know, let's, mm-hmm. let's make this work. We really think you would be a good fit. And, um, so I, started in October of 21 okay, and, uh, worked part-time. And then in January, I decided to go full time. 
So you said I decided started it was in October. October. So only a couple months to get persuaded all the way. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> so now, uh, what are you specifically doing at Inspire to Rise now? Okay. So for Inspire to Rise, I work at the Healthy Start program. And so it's working with women who are pregnant, mm-hmm. who have just had babies and those babies slash children up to three years old. Okay. And now, were you going to say something else? I was just going to say, we do home visitation. So we're at, so I'm back in the community and um, going to people's homes, helping them with whatever their needs are, um, including breastfeeding, parenting, things like that. Now, um, what, you know, you said uh, started a family at 18 and then you said, uh, pretty short after really started pursuing this love or this passion to reach out and help others. Was there something that happened like during that time frame? other than, oh my goodness, starting a family young is very overwhelming. Can I help others or, or <laughs> what, what kind of inspired that? Okay. So that's really a great question. Um, with my second baby, I had a lot of problems with breastfeeding and I just thought, you know, I would like to help other people that were having problems like I did. Mm-hmm. Do you, now, um, uh, my wife had, uh, troubles with that as well. I remember some of the ways that she was feeling with that. Um, is that, uh, I guess a big part of it is you just remember being in the shoes and kind of feeling the specific emotions tied to that of just wanting to wanting it to work so badly and it, and it's not working for whatever reason, or is it something else other than that? Um, I think mostly it's just, you know, providing women with the education and support that is accurate Mm -hmm. and allowing them to kind of make decisions, make informed decisions based on good information and good education. Mm -hmm. Um, Some women will, you know, continue to work on the breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and um, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but um, it's all with good support and, Mm -hmm. you know, accurate information that, that they're provided. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, being in the hospital and we were just having a hard time to get our daughter to latch. And, um, it was really frustrating for my wife and cause she just, that's all she wanted was, I want to really make sure that I can be able to breastfeed. And so, uh, she tried at it and tried at it and it just, it just wasn't working. And so for, for her, I can't speak to you, but for her, it was part of just feeling okay with it not working out and having to kind of switch over to, to formula. Um, cause she said that she felt a lot of mom guilt from that, where it was just like, I feel like this is something I should be able to do that I can't do. Um, so I can imagine how just in the little bit that we've interacted, you certainly seem like a sweet bubbly person. And so to be able to give someone comfort in that moment, I think, again, I don't know if that's, uh, part of the job description, but, uh, it seems like it would go a long way. Yeah. I mean, really our job is to kind of meet people where they are. So, um, if a person is needing support, needing education, needing encouragement, then, you know, that's what, what we're there for. And sometimes that includes, you know, not breastfeeding, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I didn't, do that. I just suffered through (laughs) instead. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went a different route than your Mm -hmm. wife did, but it wasn't necessarily, you know, a a good, a good route to take either. So, 
Yeah. Even thinking about my mom had told me that, uh, she was kind of in the same boat and I guess there must be, maybe this is old school. I have no idea, but I guess that there was like a methodology where you would kind of like put a hose that would like drip, drip down or something as further encouragement for the child to latch because at least something's coming out. And so it kind of starts getting them going or something like that. And she was sharing with me when my wife was going through it about how she just used to cry at night, you know, like really wanting it to work so bad. And like you said, kind of really suffering through it. And then I guess eventually we finally figured it out. (laughs) Um, but you know, there's a lot of that stuff that, that you don't think about until you have a kid and until you're in that situation. So, um, it's a big, I would imagine that that's probably a heavy weight too, because emotions are high and, you know, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on and the hormones are all yeah. out of whack and they're, the moms are exhausted. There's a lot, a lot happening. It's not just the breastfeeding. <laughs> right. So then at Inspire to Rise, um, you said you're doing, um, I guess, house calls for lack of a better word. You're going to them, to their houses to, to help with all sorts of things. Yes, so, okay. basically. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then is that, is that something that happens on a recurring basis? Is it like a one, one time out education or how does that work? Um, it depends on the client's needs, but the general idea is to establish relationships with them and to con- continue working with them. Uh, you usually meet a couple of times a month, um, based on, you know, their availability. So usually right after they've had babies, they're not working yet or anything. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of availability and then they start to transition back to work. And sometimes that contact tapers off when they do that. Mm-hmm. So I think really the, the only other question that's coming to my mind before we wrap things up is just in regards to being at Inspire to Rise. Um, you said it took three months to be convinced to go full time, mm-hmm. but just in general, I mean, what even, uh, you know, first question, what made you agree to even sign on? Cause it sounds like you're like, I'm not ready. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> um, and then part two is what, what did kind of convince you to go ahead and, and jump all the way in and really dedicate your full, your full time to it? Well, um, What convinced me to give it a try, I guess, was um, the fact that they were so willing to offer to work with me, offer for me to um, do part time Mm -hmm. and for as long as I wanted. Sure. Um, Also, they offered for me to work with their Spanish speaking population and my Spanish needed some practice. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that was I found that I felt like that was a great opportunity. If nothing else, I would be able to, you know, gain that skill or improve on that skill. So, um, I just thought, what do I have to lose? You know, I go in this, do it part-time, get some Spanish practice, do what I love to do anyway and kind of see how it goes. And then I have a wonderful manager, supervisor. She's, um, just very supportive and encouraging and, um, really has a philosophy of, you know, your, your work kind of, kind of, um, your work adjusting to your life rather than your life Mm -hmm. adjusting Mm -hmm. to your work. And that's been really, really, you know, wonderful. Um, but yeah, I've been part, oh, excuse me, full-time since January. Yeah. 
2022. So. That's awesome. Um, it's also cool too, to hear that, um, you know, coming from a hospital system, I would assume that their work demands are probably a little bit different on, on that front. So to be able to step back in and have some flexibility, that sounds, that sounds pretty great. So, um, I really appreciate you coming on and just sharing the, the couple things you did today and we're winding down here at the last little bit of our time. So, um, Thanks so much for being on the show. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Bye. Remember, you are not defined by your worst moment. We hope to inspire you to be your best self for yourself, your family, and our community. The belief is stronger families equal a stronger community. Let's be and start the change. Inspired to Rise is a nonprofit focused on holistically helping make the community a little better, happier, and healthier place. For more information or to support our mission, please contact us at weinspiretorise.org or via phone 1-844-WE-RISE-1, which is 1-844-937-4731. Thank you for listening.